Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes, and welcome to the podcast. This is my happy place. This is where I come to just be free and raw. This is where I come to let it all out. <laughs> and it's where I come because you know what? I don't have to fix up TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. People expect you to look away. You know what I mean? Look a certain way. And that's why I love the podcasting community so much because I don't have to do all that. And I don't know if I told you, but a couple of months ago, Spotify said that I was approved to do video. And at first I was super excited, like, oh my God, now when people go to Spotify, you know, they'll see my video. And I was like, wait a minute, that's me having to pull it all together. And I don't want to do that. Let's get into this podcast. So today, I want to talk to you about dead weight. How much dead weight are you carrying around? No, seriously, that's a real question. You know, sometimes when a woman goes through a divorce, she'll say, oh, girl, I lost 180 pounds, which means she dumped her husband. So let me ask you this. Who are we dumping in this next quarter? I'm looking at my vision board right now, looking at some of the X's I've put on the board as far as things that I put on the vision board that um, I've already accomplished. And because I didn't do pictures in terms of gluing the pictures, I did my vision board on Canva. So I just go and I put X's on top of the stuff that I've already accomplished. Now, I probably should go back into Canva and just delete them and then add something else. And the last couple of weeks, I've been talking to the hairstylist and I'm a hairstylist. So almost everything that I say to you I'm speaking in terms of the beauty industry, but more than just me being a hairstylist, I don't, why did I say just, but more than me being a hairstylist, I'm an entrepreneur. I am in the business of acquiring clients, but sometimes not just in my personal life, but in my professional life, it can get heavy it could start to wear you down. So I want you to think as you listen to this podcast, and I want you to be honest with yourself. Who are you holding on to that's dead weight? You got to let them go. It could be a business partner. It could be a spouse. It could be a family member. And when I say let them go, here's what I mean. If it's your spouse, and this is a good example because I, I've had this conversation before with married people and the, the, the problem is always my wife or my husband doesn't want to be a part of the business. And I'm like, do they have what it takes to run a business? Are they disciplined? Do they understand your business and your dream and your goals and your drive, do they have that? Because if they don't, then maybe it's good that they don't want to be a part of it. 
Maybe you need to find someone that's in alignment with you. Now, if you are single, you're dating, you're looking for that special someone, and you're talking to this person about the things you want to do and all these goals and all this other stuff, and they're like, you're doing too much. It doesn't take all that. And that's probably not somebody you should continue to hang out with. This person has showed you right off the gate that they're not interested. Yeah, the sex might be good. They may be great kissers. They may take you to the nicest restaurants. They may have a good time. But let's be honest, how much of that lasts? It doesn't. If the sex is good, how long does sex last? Seriously, how long does it last? I'll wait. Because <laughs> you're not having sex all day. And if you are, you need to see a doctor. And depending on how old you are or how old um, your significant other is, you're probably not having sex longer than, I'm going to say, 45 minutes to an hour. After a while, you get bored and you're like, all right, can we get this over with already? <laughs> so if you think in a 24-hour in a period, you have that one hour that you're having good sex. But after that, we need to talk about life. I want a partner I could talk business with. I want a partner I could be free with. I want a partner I could bounce things off of and he could give me his opinion. Doesn't mean that I have to take it, but he will give me his opinion and he listens and he has follow-up questions. And if he's out somewhere and he meets someone that's doing the thing I mentioned to him, he says, hey, I want you to meet my girl or hey, I want you to meet my wife or if it's a female, hey, I want you to meet my husband. Listen, we all know that hard work pays off especially to those who believe in themselves. You have a dream, you have a goal, and you believe in it, and you believe that you could make something great of it. Why are you sharing it with, why are you sharing it with somebody who doesn't care? And I remember T.D. Jakes giving a great example of the turtle and the giraffe. And he said, sometimes you take goals to a turtle that you should have shared with the giraffe. He says, the turtle can only see what's in front of him. When is the last time you saw a turtle? You saw that small neck? You saw that shell that the turtle lives in? But let's talk about a giraffe. A giraffe could see things that we cannot because we have limits. Not limited beliefs, but there are limits to what we can see with the natural eye from where we stand. But a giraffe is tall. His legs are long. His neck is long. So he could see more. And you're spending so much time sharing your stories and sharing your goals and your aspirations with turtles. 
and you've surrounded yourself with turtles, you put yourself in a box and you invited all the turtles in, you should really be reaching out to giraffes. Some of the things that you've done, some of the things that you've learned at work, I'm talking about, as they say, working for the man nine to five. You could take some of those skills and transfer them into your entrepreneurial gig. So then let's say you decide, I want to open a business. I want to teach people about financial literacy. But then you're going to share that goal. You're going to share that business dream with somebody who's a Debbie Downer. And they're going to be like, girl, nobody's going to pay you for that. Girl, why would they pay you for that? I wouldn't pay you for that. Or you're going to share that at night with your husband. And he's going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't know if people would pay you for that. You're sharing with the wrong people. Your problem is that you surround yourself with the wrong people. I remember the first time I heard Jim Rohn say, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I ran that line in the hole with my son. Because it doesn't mean that you have to stop speaking with your friends. And I said that to him. You don't have to stop speaking with your friends. You don't have to stop hanging out with them. But you need to stop hanging out with them as much. You need to spend more time with the friends who are really striving for more. Because what happens is you become that. You want to surround yourself with positive people. Surrounding yourself with positive people is paramount in any area of your life. Think about it this way. A recovering crackhead in a crack neighborhood is very likely to slip. A recovering alcoholic going to bars and parties and hanging out with people who are still drinking will very likely slip. And even if they don't slip, because I want, I want the glass to be half full, but even if they don't slip, they are making their journey so much harder than it needs to be when you should try to remove yourself from that type of energy. You should. And I know for some people, it's not that simple. It's not affordable. So you should really try. You should really try. Because when you surround yourself with people aiming for something greater, their success rubs off on you. It motivates you. And get this, you will try to keep up, which is good. This is one time that keeping up with the Joneses is a good thing, especially if the Joneses are doing some great Ish, <laughs> I promise you, you're going to try to keep up with what's going on in the group, right? As you should. And then iron begins to sharpen iron. When they're feeling down or lost, you now have the knowledge and the strength and the energy to empower them in their time of need. 
I'm telling you, this is nothing new. You've heard this stuff over and over again. You probably heard it in church, your grandma, your mama. They all probably said it to you before. You probably wasn't in a space to receive it. You have people in your circle that shouldn't be there. Only you know who that person is. Some people are like boulders up a hill. You're constantly pushing and pushing that boulder. They need you and you keep pushing and they keep needing and you keep pushing. But if you let go, they fall. So now you're drained because you're carrying weight that wasn't even yours. You're carrying so much weight of other people. And that should stop right now. I'm not saying don't be there for people. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm saying if you are trying to go somewhere, you're trying to get from good to great, you have all these heavy people in your circle and you keep sharing your goals and your dreams with these heavy people, they're never going to see what you see. They're never going to get the big picture because their minds don't work like that. You choose today. Either you choose or they're going to choose you. And I promise you, they will always choose you. They see what you bring to the table. They know what you have to offer. They know they can take that weight and dump it on you. But then... When you stop and you look around, you're like, you know what? These people are heavy. Why are these people so heavy? These people have always been heavy. You've just enjoyed being the smart one in the group. So I'm going to take the last two minutes to talk to you about the seven types of people that you should stay away from. The critical friend. The one that always has a problem with every little thing, but oh, look at that. And if I were you, I wouldn't do that because da 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 da. The critical friend, the lying friend, the lying friend. I've met some lying people. If you know me, it's not that often that I use the word friend behind a person's name. I'll be like, oh, I know that person or I know someone. But to say the lying friend, is weird to me because I tend to leave you right where you are lying. Man, I could tell you some stories about the lying person. They make the stories up as they go along and you know they're making the story up. <laughs> the alcoholic friend. And the reason I said it that way is because anytime they call you, it's like, hey, girl, let's go have a drink. Hey, girl, I'm going to come over and bring a bottle. Hey, girl, hey, girl, hey, girl. And you have the flaky friend. You know, the one that says, yeah, girl, I'm coming. Yeah, girl, you got my support. And they don't show up. Yeah. Then you have the bitchy friend. <laughs> no, really. The bitchy friend who really bitches about anything and everything. And you can't get a word in edgewise. They may ask you, hey girl, how you doing? But as soon as you try to respond, they go, oh girl, let me tell you that. They don't even respond to what you just said. 
Then you have the woe is me friend. Like everything happened to them. They didn't get the promotion because of someone else. Like I didn't do anything to deserve any of this stuff that's happening to me, but it's happening to me because that person was a prick or because that person was jealous or because that person wasn't smart. They weren't as smart as me. It's just, whoa, is me. And that is the constant complainer. Lord, when I talk about complainers, I love the book, Who Moved My Cheese. Have you read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? You could read it in 20 minutes. (sighs) Who Moved My Cheese? Please go read that book. It will change your life. And I ran through those quickly, ran through those types of friends quickly because I really don't think I need to, I really don't think I need to say much about them. You already know who you're entertaining and you already know who's heavy. You do not need some of those people to be great. As a matter of fact, you will be greater if you let go of some of those people. Some of those people are your boulders. Some of those people are your dead weight. And you know that. I want you to think about the people that you talk to on a regular basis. The five people that you talk to on a regular basis. Are they uplifting? Are they team players? Do they excite you? Can you tell them your deepest, darkest secrets? Or can you tell them about your goals and they light up? Will they circle back with advice about how you can do it? Will they introduce you to someone that could help? If your answer is no to any one of those questions, you're probably entertaining dead weight. I watch how people treat the people they call friend. And I watch how people treat the people that they call family. Then I know that when your crooked ways show up in my friendship or my relationship with you, this is who you are. You're entertaining someone who's purposely, purposely holding you back. You're entertaining someone who is intentional about not helping you go from good to great. And you probably call that person every day. You probably go out to lunch with that person on a regular basis. You probably even vacation with them. And they're doing their job. Their job is to interfere, to get in the way, to be a distraction. And you keep trying and you keep sharing. And I'm here to tell you today, drop that dead weight. Do it now. Do it today. Don't look back. Find people who are moving in the same direction 
as you find people who are already doing it. Find people who don't, they don't really mind sharing. That's, that's kind of this, this whole podcast thing. I get on here and I share and I share and I share and I share. And some of the stuff that I say, I remember I was talking to Season last week um, and I was telling her, I said, you know, my issue, because she was like, Tanya, you should really go live. And I was like, you know, my issue about going live is most of what I want to say, I want to say it to hairstylists. I don't want to say it to my clients. I want to share it with hairstylists. I want to help other hairstylists. I want to help beauty students. And going live, you get what you get. So sometimes I'll create these pages, right? And then Instagram or TikTok will be like, your friend Tanya Stokes is on Instagram as the Hairstylist Success Academy or something like that. And then when I look, because I'll make it a private group, when I look, it's all my clients following me. And I was taught a while ago not to delete it because if you delete it, then the algorithm will just send them another message like, hey, your friend Tanya Stokes is, so I just leave it there. You know what I mean? But sometimes I'll go, like when I started selling real estate, like a lot of the clients were like following me on my real estate page and I would just go delete them. Um, not in a bad way. I just, I just didn't think that you needed to follow me on that page. And that's, you know, information for a whole nother podcast. But, you know, sometimes the thing is the thing. It's not a hair thing. You don't need to follow me on that. You know, if you want to buy a house, send me a message or email me or something like that. But I mean, it's not a hair thing. It's it's something else. So just, it's weird. It's me though. It's not, <laughs> it's me because, you know, you're constantly talking about your sphere of influence and you're not a secret agent, but there are just some things I don't think you need to be a part of. That's just where I am. Because even some clients, even some clients can be Debbie Downers. Even some clients could be, you're doing too much. Either, even, even some, some clients can be the critical client, the lion client, the alcoholic client, the girl, let's get together, let's talk, the flaky client, the bitchy client. You know what I mean? The woe is me client, the constant complainer client. Even some clients can be all the things that I said, which is why. I do not share my personal life in the salon space. I reserve the right to not share my personal life with you, but I will listen to your personal life. Some of us have crossed lines that we shouldn't have. Some of us have entertained people and spirits and energies that we shouldn't have. And now they have become dead weight. So I want you to go on a diet. And I want you to, I don't want you to sit down and I'm, you don't have a homework assignment or anything. I don't want you to sit down and make a list of people that make you feel bad. But you know, there's a quote that says, pay attention to your energy when certain people come around. If your energy is lower, then that's probably somebody that you shouldn't entertain. And I believe that that is a true thing. But more importantly, if you have a group of people that you call friend and you're out here looking for someone to make your life better, you're out here looking for someone to help you, to push you, to guide you, 
with these goals, then yeah, you probably need to check that circle of friends and that circle of family members because they didn't make the cut. So, hey, that's going to do it for me. Hey, if you're listening and you're a hairstylist, I want to chat with you. Um, Let's get together and chat about some industry stuff. You know, (laughs) if you feel as though, you know, I said anything that was all over your toes, if you think I was talking to you, then give me a call at 704-756-2752 or send me an email at info at I would love to chat with you. I would also love to hear what you think about the podcast. More importantly, I would love to get you from good to great. So until we talk again, you take care. I'm Tanya Stokes. Thank you for listening to my podcast.